You're listening to the Dungeons, Dragons, and Psychology Podcast. Hello, friends, and welcome to a bonus episode of the Dungeons, Dragons, and Psychology Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Walker, and in today's episode, we are going to be discussing a little bit more of an emotional subject, and that is the psychology of character death. And the reason that this is a more emotional topic is because of a concept that exists known as the willing suspension of disbelief for the moment. It was a concept that was first coined by British poet Coleridge in 1817, referencing audiences for literature works. Now, this concept is essentially stating that to become emotionally involved in a narrative, we must react as if the characters are real and the events are happening now, even though we know it's only a story. So in terms of character death, what this means is that for a brief moment, while our disbelief is suspended, we are going to experience real emotions that occur when death happens. We're going to have moments of grief. It's a a feeling of loss. It could be overwhelming, and you might experience All sorts of other related unexpected emotions could be shock or anger, deep and profound sadness, and it can disrupt the way that you're feeling overall, making it difficult to even think straight. Now, in terms of roleplay stories, it might not be this profound. However, even if we are experiencing these feelings on a micro scale, doesn't make the feelings any less real. When you have players engaged in a story or a campaign that they have accepted as real through the suspension of disbelief for the moment, and a pivotal event like a character death takes place, it can catch your players off guard, and they will have to go through a very short version of the grieving process. Grieving is an individual experience, so there's no right or wrong way for your characters to grieve. This is why you might actually see outbursts of anger around your table when a character dies, particularly if it's their character and it feels like they've lost a piece of themselves. And you can also see emotions like sadness creep in, or even a sense of relief could be a reaction, or guilt. There's no roadmap to the right or wrong emotions of the grieving process, And so you're going to have to accept that when there are big moments like character deaths in your campaigns, there are no right or wrong ways for your players to respond to that because they are experiencing emotions through a moment that is real to them. And it is a emotional experience that they are having, which means it falls to you as a dungeon master to foster this experience and let it be something that can be applicable to their lives. Give them the opportunity to use your game as a training process for dealing with real moments of grief that are bound to happen in their real life. I've mentioned before on previous episodes that individuals who play role-playing games are more likely to have higher emotional quotients, and part of that is because they are getting the opportunity to practice having real emotions in a safe and secure environment so that when they do experience profound emotion evoking things in their daily life, they've at least practiced the process 
of going through those emotions. To give you a real-world example of one of the times I have experienced this as a dungeon master is there was a game I was running and one of the characters had to make a choice to sacrifice their sanity and eventually their life so that the rest of the party could go on and complete the mission that they had had of saving the elven people. When this moment occurred, I remember describing the situation to all of the players by reading the text that I had written surrounding the culmination of the choice that this character had made. And when I looked up from reading this script, I can see the eyes of three men between the ages of 25 and 40, all wet with tears on their face sitting around the table because they are experiencing this profound loss as though it was their own. It's these kinds of moments that are why I believe that Dungeons & Dragons or any tabletop role-playing game is inherently connected to psychology. Role-playing is practicing life. We might be doing things that are grandiose and out of this world and not possible in our existence or our version of the multiverse, but what we are experiencing as characters is a real response to an emotional event in a world that we have chosen to accept as real for a short amount of time. And one of the most magical parts about this whole process is that because we are choosing to suspend our disbelief for the moment, we also get to resume our disbelief when the time comes. This means we can experience those deep emotional feelings for as long as we choose, but at the end of that time, we can resume knowing that it is a story and that these emotions are related to fictional things. You might be wondering why you would want very emotional moments in your games like this. And to answer that question, I would just say, think of films that have very emotional scenes of death where you have to deal with either the death of the main character themselves or someone who is close to the main character or plays a part in the film where their death adds meaning to the main character's journey, which is something I think you see quite a bit. One of the best fantasy film examples I can think of of all time, I think, is in the 1984 film The NeverEnding Story, when the hero Atreyu loses his companion, his horse Artax, in the swamps of sadness because the horse is overcome with sadness. The whole scene is very emotional and reminds me a lot of deaths and powerful moments that have occurred in my campaigns, and they elicit the same sort of responses that I would have to a death in a game. For those of you who haven't seen that film, a much more recent representation that I can think of from film is when Tony Stark dies at the end of Avengers Endgame, and it's like this full coming of circle moment because he was the hero that started the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So he had this big grand farewell, and then they had that whole Love You 3000 moment. I mean, talk about bringing up emotions, even though we know the story is not real. But I did want to bring up film here, because in movies they do something that is very important to experiencing character death through a narrative, and that is after the death, there is almost always, and there are of course exceptions to this rule, but in general, there are moments of hope. 
that occur after death. And this, I believe, is equally important in a campaign that you run where there has been a character death, is to offer moments of hope to your players. And the reason for that is because it is part of that process of practicing for real life where we need to know that after grief, there is hope. After loss, there is more to life. But also, I want you to take away from this that no in-character death is ever going to hit you as profoundly as dealing with true tragedy or true loss in your life. And so I don't want to minimize the impact or the emotions that a person might experience after a real tragedy or a real loss. I just want to say that I think it's good to have that opportunity to practice experiencing such emotions so that when we are going through them in a more profound and a realistic manner, we do have a sense that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. There is hope that exists beyond our moments of grief. And the last thing I will say before we go on to our next segment is that if you are struggling with your emotions because of something that has happened in your life, someone that you've lost, or any sort of traumatic experience that you have had, please seek help. There are resources out there, and I promise you that talking to someone does help. Maybe not on the first day, maybe not in the first week, but over time, it will help. Let's move on to Tricks of the Trade. Okay, this is Tricks of the Trade, and today we're going to be talking on how to make death in your games more meaningful or how to learn from character death that takes place in your campaigns. The first piece of advice that I will give is this. Let death have meaning in your campaigns. And by that, I mean don't hand wave away character deaths when they come up. If a moment happens and a character has legitimately hit their death threshold, they've lost enough hit points or their constitution has dropped to the right place where they will die, don't just change that on a whim because you don't want to have to deal with character death. Use the death as an opportunity to add more emotion and meaning to your story. Embrace it. Don't throw it away. Another suggestion that I have is that you can always plan a death of a character as a piece of a story element. And I'm specifically talking about during times where you have a player who has been playing a character that they are no longer interested in playing in. It is always acceptable to use a scenario where a character death has been set up and arranged at the permission of your player so that they have the opportunity to then go on to play a new character. In order to do this properly, you have got to communicate with your players. You have to be able to ask them how they are feeling about their characters. And when a player is not enjoying their character, you have got to be able to be receptive to the words that they are telling you. If they are looking for a way into a different character or perhaps the build that they were playing just wasn't for them, it is so much better to use that as an opportunity where you can have an emotional moment in game at the loss of their character than it is to continue forcing a player who's not having fun with the character that they're playing to keep playing that character. The real beauty of this is that instead of having upset feelings towards having to play a character they're no longer interested in, you instead create a memorable goodbye for their character and you are providing for your player 
the opportunity to do something that they're going to enjoy more than what they were doing before. When you go through this process with a player and you make this decision together, you have moments where you can let the player have their characters get an opportunity to have their last words. You can also have moments of remembering the character like like having an in-game celebration of life or a funeral service that could also be the stage for a new adventure or a plot hook. Before we get into my last piece of advice for how you can have death be more meaningful in your games, I want to give you a few things that you probably shouldn't do when there is a character death in your game. And the first thing is you should never punish a character for dying or punish a player for their character dying. Don't make them have nothing to do for a couple of sessions. Find ways to keep them involved in the story, even if there isn't an opportunity to introduce their new character. They could help you run initiative, for example, or play some of the enemies that the other characters are facing off against. You also don't want to brush over death. I've already said that it should have meaning and it should be an opportunity for your players to grow and learn just as much as it is for their characters to grow and learn. So don't just sweep it under the table. Don't forget about it. Let it have that moment of impact. Take a moment of silence if you need to. And also don't bring a new PC in right away. Let the characters have their moment of experiencing the loss of a piece of their puzzle so that when the new character does finally enter the game, it feels like something has been missing. A final don't before we get on to my last piece of advice is don't be afraid of characters dying in your game. Don't avoid scenarios that could lead to character death. You still want your games to feel exciting and dangerous and fun and have those moments where character death does take place. So if you're afraid of putting your characters in scenarios because you're afraid of one of them dying, I would say that you're a little too attached to telling the story that you want to tell it rather than a collaboration of the actions of everyone involved. Because role-playing games are collaborative storytelling, you need to allow for opportunities that would cause a character death to occur, especially when those opportunities are the choices that have been made by the players themselves. Now this leads me to my final piece of advice that I have for dealing with death in your campaigns, and that is to always give a moment of hope afterwards. Even if that means that if you have a cliffhanger where a character dies, the next session should start off with perhaps a moment to remember that that death was profound and everyone is dealing with the loss, but one of the next scenes that takes place should have some moment of hope. And if you can't have that moment of hope in character for a while, then take the opportunity and have a moment of hope out of character. Break the game, break character for a few minutes, have a few laughs, tell a couple of jokes before you get back into the seriousness. Give the opportunity for there to be brevity after bereavement. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this bonus episode of the Dungeons, Dragons, and Psychology podcast. If you like this episode, please subscribe to the podcast, leave it a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and always feel free to reach out to me if you have any ideas for future shows. If you're interested in being featured on the show or interviewed, send me an email. It's all one word, dungeonsdragonspsychology at gmail.com. 
And of course, I would love if you would check out my book. It's available on Amazon. The title is Session Zero, The DMG to Writing Great Campaigns in Any System. And you can find a link to that in the session notes. Thank you so much. We'll see you next session.